On the Crosstalk on WIZM, I'm Mike Hayes. Let's spend a little time let's uh, outside looking at our uh, at our climate and and how it is impacted or not by uh, by man. The Paris Climate Accord, uh, President Trump said no to the United States president. If Joe Biden becomes president, he said yes. And his climate czar has said, and I'm not sure if he walked it back or not, but he said the United States will walk this path alone if we have to. We will save the planet. That, to me, is real scary. Our guest on the Crosstalk, former Senator Frank Lassay, to talk about it. Uh, uh, Senator, good morning. Thanks very much for talking with us. What kind of problems will the United States face if we get into uh, get back into the Paris Climate Accord? Well, first off, the statement by um, uh, John Kerry that we'll do it go alone. Uh, it, it's as if you're trying to drain a pool of water, and as we pump water out, there are all the other actors putting more water in faster than we can ever pump it out. Um, China it burns 4.6 billion tons of coal out of the 8.5 billion tons of coal burned each year. They produce 30% of the CO2, if you think that's a, an issue. Um, I, I know we've been sold this alarmism over and over again, but our, our world is warming gently, and it's a bit wetter. So you know, we don't need to do all these things, and it's going to be very, very expensive. As much as people have been told that wind is free, solar is free, the prices are cheap, um, all these sort of things, then why are we subsidizing them? Why are we re- um, requiring them? And here in Wisconsin, we just paid, we're paying more in electric rates and will continue to. For instance, the Pleasant Prairie coal plant, which had decades left of life in it, uh, has four, almost $400 million more to pay on it. It's like you own your car and you go out and buy a better car, newer car, because it has better gas mileage and you have to keep paying for the old car, too. Um, and, and that's what we have going on here. There's going to be a lot of negative equ- effects to our economy uh, if we go down this path. And I know they're going to try to. So I, I certainly hope we um, have more sense than, than spending literally billions or trillions of dollars to well, try to do something that's not going to make any difference. And why do you think that so many people fall into a climate coma when they hear free energy, free sun, free solar, free wind? It's going to be great. Nobody spends any time talking about how to manufacture the equipment to bring us solar or wind and what to do with that equipment once it's old. There are dumps in in Wyoming that are gigantic, burying those blades from the wind turbines because they don't they, they don't deteriorate over decades and decades. Well, and they, they only last, you know, that's the other part. Well, it's free. You put it up and it works forever, you know, and I've, I've read that. And we get sold this kind of uh, tripe, this made-up crud regularly um, that, oh, you know, it, it's free and it'll last forever. Well, no, it's not. It has to be dug out of the earth using fossil fuels. It has to be made using fossil fuels. It has to be transported made the fossil fuels. You have to use huge amounts of cement, which also release more CO2 when you build, um, when you put in wind towers, for instance, not so much with solar. And then they only last 20 years. And the biggest problem with them is what do you do when the wind doesn't blow and the sun doesn't shine? And they say, well, we have batteries. There is no industrial battery out there. And they're very expensive. That lasts for more than an hour to conserve a city. So you, you, there aren't big enough batteries to serve lacrosse um, for any length of time. So you still have to have, and, and the lefties hate this, natural gas is the best one, like the burner on your stove. You turn it up and turn it down as you need it. But guess what? Just like driving your car 
down the highway, you use less gas when you put it on cruise control and drive steady out all the time than if you stop and go and stop and go and stop and go and stop and go. The same principle applies. So when the wind doesn't blow, the sun doesn't shine, you have to turn up some other sort of power, and, um, you, and you have to pay for it all the time, too. So there's some real technological problems that are, are there with wind and solar. And I'm not against wind and solar, per se. You know, renewables, all power to it. If it works, but we shouldn't subsidize it, and we shouldn't force it on us and our systems when it doesn't make economic sense. Right, when it's not ready to take over. And I agree, and there are millions of people across the globe who would agree that as soon as there is a viable alternative to uh, polluting the planet with uh, coal or with nuclear, the nuclear waste, uh, they'll be all for it. But right now, wind and solar aren't there. They're not efficient enough, and those um, uh, materials can't be employed enough to make up the difference uh, of using a coal-fired energy plant. And, of course, what fires up when you get home and you plug your car in to recharge those uh, ecologically secure batteries, where do you think that power comes from? Not from the roof of your house. Those solar panels are busy keeping your house warm. Well, and the fact is, is that 63% on average of the United States and 72% of Wisconsin's electricity is produced by fossil fuels. So even though you're plugging in your car, if you buy an electric car, if you can afford one, um, that's first off. They're, they're for the wealthy. So we're subsidizing things for the wealthy. We're making the poor pay for wealthy people's things. Nine out of ten people who own an electric vehicle also own a gas car that they drive more. So we're, we're subsidizing the second car for wealthy people on the backs of poorer people. And then we're going to have to raise our electric rates to generate more electricity. And we're using fossil fuel in order to do it because of the problems we've described with wind and solar. <laughs> and wind and solar is just a small fraction of our electric supply and a small fraction of our overall energy supply. Meanwhile, elsewhere in the world, we kind of forget, they kind of forget that the lefties are schizophrenic. You know, we've, we've got to get more electric vehicles. That needs a lot of mining, but we're against mining. We need to have more wind and solar. needs a lot of mining, but we're against mining. And then, well, nothing about China, well, nothing about India. Let's not talk about the other big polluters of the world, the biggest emitter in the world who are building right now, between them, more than 200 coal-fired power plants. There are more than 360 coal-fired power plants being built right now in, in the world as we increase our energy costs and they go down that path. And Africa wants to electrify. Half the people in Africa, more than 600 million people, don't have electricity and they want it desperately, and they're going to use coal because coal is available and it's cheap contrary to what we get told regularly. It's, it's The misinformation on the whole climate thing is just amazing. Folks, there's no catastrophe. In fact, Wisconsin's average weather has not changed in 30 years. Our winters, are, and the fact is, is our summers are about the same and our winters are just a bit warmer. And that's a bad thing, somehow. I, yeah, you're preaching to the choir, uh, Senator. I'm telling you that I just don't understand how the government can push this unless somebody uh, at the higher level is in league with those who make solar and make wind, who make uh, the, the panels and so forth. They're uh, secretly shaking hands with the Chinese when everybody knows it's not going to work out that way anyway. Well, you know, the Chinese lie. 
I mean, we know that. They promised that Hong Kong would stay free, and that's a lie. It's not happening. So they're, they're going to lie to their own benefit. This whole scam that came out to help Biden when he was running for president uh, just a little while ago, announcing that as they're still ramping up and building coal plants, that, oh, oh no, we're going to go carbon neutral. Don't worry about us. We'll be fine. And then the media runs with that. Oh, China, China, they're doing wonderful things. And they are investing in wind and solar and nuclear um, and coal. I mean, coal, our biggest investment, but yet what you'd think is they're all going renewable in China. And guess where most of the solar panels and wind things are, are, are made? Not in America. Oh, in China. In China. In other countries. So we're going to import, we're going to export our jobs, increase our energy costs, go back this policy and this Paris stuff. What we're going with, if, if Biden ends up being our president, this is where we're headed to this energy policy of shifting jobs to other nations again, we were bringing those jobs back under the, the previous administration we're under right now. We just had, and, and this is part of, of what media doesn't put out there, we became in the energy independent because of fracking. We produced and exported oil and natural gas. Uh, now, you know, Biden wants to turn off the spigot, empower the Middle East again. Um, he'll go back to negotiating with Iran so Iran can go out and put out oil on the open market again. Senator, I am really sorry, but I'm up against it. I so appreciate you spending time with us. Let's let's do it again. 